Mabuhay, kapwatids. My name is Aini. And my name is Stephanie. Welcome to the Babaylan Bruja Book Club Podcast. We have come together in efforts to decolonize our minds, bodies, and reconnected spirit by ways of relation via conversation, education, interpretation, and integration. So this is our invitation for you to join us on our journey as we discuss the works of honored artists, authors, and thought leaders in the Philippinex diaspora. Quick disclaimer, we want to acknowledge that in this moment, everyone is consciously where they need to be. And we are not experts, but we are sharing our own unique lived experiences. Okay, and we're live. Hey. Hey, sis. We made it here. Yeah, um, you look beautiful today. You look gorgeous. Just Thank you. Gorgeous. And you too, the viewers. No yeah. matter wherever and whenever you're tuning in. Yes. All right, so we'll, we'll just quit playing around. We'll dive in. Yeah. So, as always, before we begin, we want to take a moment to ground, taking a pause to drop into our bodies and become fully present in this space. If it is safe for you, we invite you to close your eyes, direct your focus on your breath, take a few deep inhales and exhales. Conduct a quick, engaging body scan. Relax your jaw, stretch your neck, relax your shoulders, shake out your hands, and straighten that spine. Picture streams of light coming from the heavens as they pass through your body, from your head to your feet, as they connect you to the ground and into the earth. Much reverence to all our ancestors, guides, animal and plant kingdom spirits, minerals, all of the elements and directions, God, source, whatever you refer to as a higher power for this gathering. We invite all these forces in to guide and support our conversation today. And we pray that it may guide and support you too. I am currently on the ancestral Bay Miwok Yokut tribe land in the Bay Area of California. And Aimee is residing on the ancestral lands of the Shawnee, Wyandotte, Miami, and Delaware nations in Ohio. We acknowledge and thank all these forces for bringing us all together in this moment, no matter wherever and whenever you're tuning in. Yay, thank <laughs> you, sis. Thank you, sis. That was beautiful. I needed to breathe. I needed that. We all moment. do. We all do, right? Yeah. Multiple times throughout the day, too, I think. Yes. So, and you know, it was because my Apple Watch used to remind me to breathe. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Like, mine does too. And I'm like, no, I ain't got time right now. <laughs> But that's like a like something to check, right? Like, yeah. why? Why do we delay breathing? Yeah, that's a great question. So, do you want to do a heart check in? 
capitalism. Capitalism, yes. Spoiler alert, <laughs> it's capitalism. It always is. No, it's not, just playing. Okay. <laughs> so um, we do heart check-in. So we invite y'all to check in with your heart today, um, any day, all day, every day, if you choose to. Um, just to, I, I think, I mean, I talked about bringing this in to practice just because every day we're so go, go, go on the move, you know, moving through our agendas and work schedules. And sometimes we just forget to, you know, just even just tap your heart. Like, how am I feeling right now? I think that that in itself, why not? You know, it's free. It, 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 it can take however long you like. And just gives you like permission to like associate for me personally, like get back in my body. Cause I'm such an air sign. I'm always like, <laughs> yeah. And you know I'm what a, saying sis. Yeah. And I'm a water sign. So, and I, I have no, I have earth. Everybody has earth in their chart, but I mean, it's not like my top three. So you know I what I'm saying? I do. What? I think that's why I call them a lot of earth people. Maybe. So the um um earth in my side. So. All right. How's your heart, Imi? Um your my heart is um so this was uh what the Pisces moon? It was the Pisces new moon. Yes. And yes. I was already I'm already on my moon. Let's normalize talking oh. about your moon cycles. I was already on yes. my moon and um, I have a lot of water. I'm like a cancer sun and a Scorpio moon. So I was in my emotions. I've been in my emotions and that's, and it's fine. Like I, I'm at this point in my uh, healing journey where I feel like I can, I can notice and not judge and I can like pause and integrate, but I've just, been noticing that I've been pausing a lot <laughs> and trying I'm like okay why do I feel sad let's just sit with this okay what's what's happening so um but this morning I like turned on some music and I danced and I connected with my kids so um I can be on a, a higher frequency um before I came to yeah. to, to this today but um, yeah, that's where, that's where I am. I'm also like, so we're going to see like each other. What's that? What'd you say? We are. No, I was saying, it sounds like you filled up your cup. I did. You came here to pour into, yes. into me, into our, our listeners. Yeah, because yeah, it's important so, to me. Thank you. Yeah, it's important to me to come here in a, an authentic and a healthy spot. But, but um, we are seeing each other. So I'm excited about that. But I'm also honestly a little nervous to fly during a pan, a global pandemic. And this is the first time like I myself have been away from oh my, my kids God. this long. So I'm like excited, but also, yeah. but it's good. It's good. It's going to be good. I get to see you in person. And I get to touch you. Like, I know. I get are you to, real? <laughs> I get to give you a hug, huh? Oh, so yeah. I know. With our masks on, we're being we're being safe still. For just disclaimer. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm COVID gonna, testing. Yeah. Know? I'm gonna go get my COVID test tomorrow, actually. So good for you. I got mine on Friday. So I'll probably get it. I'll get it before we link up. Okay. So how are how are you feeling, sis? How is your heart? My heart is um very it's very grateful, you know. In the morning I really do my best to feel my feelings, um, transmute things that don't serve me, um, even residual stuff. I'm trying to be better about my energy clearance practices. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had my, I had my cacao. So I'm, I love that we're dancing because today's chapter is all about dancing. Yeah. It's very like, dancing, but why not? Since we got the visuals up, we could just you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, <laughs> we can. But um, yeah, obviously my heart's very light. I'm a little tired. Um, this spring forward thing, you know, I love spring. Um, in the in the in the things that it brings to our worlds, and you know, this side of the country, like things blooming. I love all the flowers, but I don't. My body doesn't like the pollen. Mm. So, <laughs> and the spring forward aspect, because it's like. You know, like, I think I slept at like one. So I was like, great. Like, it's technically three. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because um, it's like two or it's two, technically two, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Jump forward. That's what I meant. But it felt like three. And then I looked up and it was seven. I was like, it's really six. My body was like, it's really 630. And I was like, no, it's 730. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And then you're three hours ahead. So I got your voicemail and I was like, I gotta move. I was like, oh, I'm like frustrated. So I was like, I gotta ground. I gotta meditate, even just for a little bit. And then I had to, again, like my scholarly. It's been a minute since we've been in school, sis. So you know, finishing the chapter and <laughs> writing the notes and stuff, just preparing for y'all's. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Like, so, anyways. I say it all to say, my heart is just very grateful. I'm very in flow right now, I feel. I'm just going with it. I'm excited we're actually doing a video, Kat. I know. Like, that's like a, it's like, you know, going outside the box and um, that I've seen. I haven't seen anybody. I mean, we all, like YouTube and whatever, people do podcast videos, but for yeah. us, like, I never envisioned, like, a year ago, five years ago. I go staffing like what what are you gonna do yeah yeah right yeah well so yeah I've been feeling like overwhelmed like the pace of life and also tired right because of the the spring forward and yesterday so yesterday I took a nature walk and I went into the woods and sat by a stream and I have a little like hand drum thingy so I played it and I was feeling good and the and then I came home and I was like, why do I have a headache? And it's because of all, <laughs> all the pollen, right? And oh, so, really? okay. yeah, yeah. Cause spring is hitting here too. So things are coming alive and which is good. I've but, never heard a headache from pollen. That's interesting. What's that? A headache? Yeah. Like I got a sinus headache right here. Oh, it's like, I always get headaches before my period. That's when I know like she's about to drop. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I get sinus headaches like this. It's just like pressure right here. So, 
but you know i've just been reminding myself that you know we get we like i'm trying to finish a chapter two right like this morning but i'm just trying to remind myself like we get to do this we get to do this life we get to be friends we get to dive into this journey and there's no pressure if it, there's any pressure like i it's me putting it on myself right like i'm putting the pressure on myself yeah. but this is fun this is yeah. life this is good so yeah some beautiful <laughs> self-awareness just like you oh beautiful soul you you I, I just wanted to share really quickly because we're talking about spring and like you on your moon i was like and we are like you know di divine reincarnations or pieces of of source of god right and we're divine feminine well i i run divine feminine um energy dominant over my masculine but i feel like sometimes they get very equal anyways which is where i was like oh let's explore this more but anyways um i say it all to say that to be a woman and there's a quote in the book we'll talk about it in just a bit but um it says like like we're basically we are pieces of mother earth and mother earth goes through seasons oh yeah right yes. i feel like our moon is like a fractal taste of what mama earth is going through and we go through it every month yeah you know what i'm saying because we yeah. have our winter we have our spring you know fall mm -hmm. summer yeah and it gives us permission right it gives us permission to not do the capitalistic thing and just be kind to ourselves and and to and to tap into our divine feminine energies like for me i feel like um i'm probably if on this on the scale i probably lean more divine masculine very do 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 accomplish 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 and even when i'm like noticing feelings i'm like okay what are we gonna do about these feelings instead of like you know what let's just sit let's just be let's just let it cycle through let it let's just let it be as it is but instead i'm like okay we gotta meditate i gotta journal i gotta like do this you know <laughs> It's that flow though, you know, yeah. sometimes you're in masculine, sometimes you're in feminine. And yes. where do you find kind of find like the infinity sign, which is interesting. Cause it's just what I just got tatted on my leg. Mm -hmm. I don't show y'all's yet. It's, it's, it's healing, but, um, you know, that midpoint that, yeah, that area. So, yeah. um, yeah. Anyways, I say it all to say, I'm, I'm glad that you're like, doing what you feel need and becoming aware of the patterns and finding your your center you know yeah same so, sis same yeah it's but I think it's just such a beautiful thing like i'm like my kundalini teacher says that she's like i love my pussy <laughs> i get it i love it too like, <laughs> literally like in chapter three um you know agnes the author was like or whoever's narrating um which we'll go over in just a bit um obviously it's not off the top of my dome because this was a very beautiful chapter but i just bring all to say like we are the matrix like we are, are we have a portal and it's right here and i look at it sometimes and i'm like there's so much to still like no but it's mm -hmm. such a like it's thing down there that goes up there <laughs> you know what I'm saying like you pulled a spirit from the ether into a human Dude. out of love 
with your husband you know what i'm saying yeah and then, that's crazy and then it became a person and it's I like know. you got two of them i do i have two and one of them just turned nine my son and i'm oh, just yes. like I know. I, yeah it's it's uh it's wild and some sometimes i just look at him and i'm like you're a whole other person and you came out of me <laughs> so weird i know no oh but well, anyway mysteries of life yeah anyway so that's our spiel um mm -hmm. we want to also acknowledge just quickly before we dive into the chapter that we're thinking of ways to also be conscious because this is very much a conscious creative project um of the current events that are happening mm -hmm. In the, especially in the Asian community. Yeah. Um, so we're thinking of ways to kind of bring that into this conversation, but not necessarily within the podcast, because we understand, or I do, that we're in a we're in an era of instant gratification and you know, character limited texts and attention spans are short. So I know that the while the podcasts are an hour, you know, I've received feedback that they're long and um we acknowledge that and hear that, but at the same time, we want to respect the content. And essentially, that's what like Bible study or book clubs do. They take a, take a considerable amount of time. It's not like we're on Twitter, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Um, just tweeting things randomly, which we could. <laughs> but, we could, but we're not, I'm not gonna. So not I say that I'll say, I love my, I actually reactivated my Twitter. So I'm like trying to get back more on it, but that's more of a media distraction. It's like my smoke break from all the girl. You got the Facebook for your family because mm -hmm. you know titas and the titos. I can't wait till they're on Instagram, and then we're probably gonna be on like oh, TikTok by then. Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> True. Too much. But, anyways, I mean, I have been talking about ways to record some some snippets, which we'll be um, putting out in maybe a couple weeks or so yep yep so um that's exciting yes shall we dive in yes this is where we do the da 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 yeah right here transition all right so yeah. As you know, we always do like a quick review and then we do vocab words and then we do um, quotes and then we close out. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, this chapter was beautiful. Three. This chapter was so beautiful. She, I mean, even at the start of the title, she dances in wholeness. Like, what? So, this was written well this was actually taken from a keynote address by agnes meklat kakayan i hope i'm saying that right um so this um, is from yeah so this is from her keynote address at the 2005 bobylan conference at saint scholastica's college so uh basically in this essay she talks about the Babailans in Mindanao that she had the honor of creating um, relationships with. And so it's pretty difficult to establish 
uh, and maintain relationships with the Babylon. Um, but she did that and they entrusted her with their knowledge. So the first part of the chapter is her talking about the women that she met. Um, and like I, the way it's written, I feel like it literally is a keynote. Like if, she, cause she was like, meet so-and-so. And I would imagine there would be like a picture that popped up, right? So, um, but yeah. So she talks about the Babylon's dance and speaks to like a holistic spirituality, something that's embodied and remembered deep in our bones and blood and remembering that body and spirit are one. So that's what I, that's what I call as the main, the main heart, heartbeat of the chapter. What do you think, sis? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was, um, it was, uh, a, I didn't know it was keynote speaker speech. I just, I, I guess I missed that text. So thanks for pointing that out. But um, it felt like a real call to action. So I felt mm. like it was like a motivate. I felt the motivation popping out of the text, like kind of calling out, like, here's where we, we've been here's where we are, here's where we want to be, and how can we, wherever we are right now, which is pretty much in alignment with, with the mission of this podcast, um, to kind of mobilize or activate and mobilize the Filipino, Filipinex communities um, as a whole and come together and really be in reverence of the culture because of some juicy words um, I don't want to dive into yet, the vocab words. Um, that she kind of brought up in the speech, but it is a dance. And I love that it's like, it's a meta, metaphysical, um, emotional, spiritual kind of um, remembrance. And um, cause I was like, is there gonna be like choreo? <laughs> cause I used to dance growing up and I wish yeah. my kept me in dance longer, but I did, I did have been trained in different forms of dance. I just never, like I stopped dancing, I think it, in college um but yeah this is beautiful like the stories again there's she highlights many um bylons or bylon mm -hmm. there's so many the different phrases they use too with they identify the bylon in different um sections i think it was in devout right the the conference yeah i thought i i believe so because they do a lot of the devout Davao, um, Davao. Yeah. And I, I thought, I thought it was cool because I didn't realize there was like still Babylon. Well, I guess, yeah, I just didn't know there was like official Babylon today is, I don't know why I didn't think that it's just like, you know, we're talking about decolonization and ancestral and ancestry. And so I guess I never thought about that, but I'm, that's really cool to know that this, it's, a, it's it, yeah it's officially alive it's not just alive in our spirits but it's like mm -hmm. like actually officially uh, in a lineage like alive so right that's kind of cool very cool yeah um, and, I was, and I was thinking about you a lot sis because you are a dancer right and yeah. um 
Um, so I will, can I ask a question? This is impromptu. Bum, bum, bum. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was just going to ask like, when you were in dance, right? Do you feel, um, how did you, what, what is my question? Like, how do you feel like the interplay between spirituality and dance? Like, what is that? How does that inform or inspire each other? Um, mm. uh, do you know what I'm, do you, do you understand? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I visualize what you mean. Like, it's like, it's off the premise of like, we're spiritual beings in a human, ex in a human experience versus mm -hmm. humans having a spiritual experience. So I think like our, our spirit, like when you dance, no matter what area of the world, because you see in so many cultures, like, it's a way to connect to a higher power. Mm. I, I sort of think that's why like sometimes the oppressor or colonizers why they they prohibited dancing for indigenous people because what they were probably afraid for us to connect to our spiritual um culture which is so powerful and i think like some it's a different conversation agenda or whatever yeah didn't want for us to do that so i think when we dance depending on it whether it be like at the club or <laughs> at like, you know, practice, um, even class, all the types. I'm not even going to naming all the types. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a there's an element of you. There's that inner that pakiki ramdam, right? Oh yeah. That just kind of like your intuition connects. Mm. And then obviously you're you're physically moving body parts and you're just kind of like, you know, honoring the movements, like, you know, the, the ocean or, or the sun or, you know, love, or, you know, that's why we do hand gestures and we, we um, chant, you know, yeah. um, cause that's also part of the dance, like using our, our energy centers, our, yeah. our throat chakra. Um, so, um, yeah. And, 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 you know, like, you know, twerking or, like for me, I've, I've been training hula dancing or, you know, Polynesian dancing and shaking our, our, our root, our sacral, like yes. that's, that's also Kundalini activation. Um, and that's like the creative juices flowing. So, and honestly, that's where healing, like that's where healing can come from, right? Sending that chi through your body. So that's mm. why like, you know, I always love watching dancers because not only are they like also in a lifestyle where they have to dance, dance practice yeah that's how they look so perfect yeah um that like through that they're also moving that chi and they're like you know presenting it and showing like an, ex an exhibition of like you know what obviously yes it's performance but that yeah. flow that they you know their execution and how beautiful it is when when all that kind of comes together so yeah long answer long um as a dancer <laughs> it's like a way for me to connect in reverence to, you know, the culture that I'm honoring. Um, I have done Filipino dancing. I have done Polynesian dancing. Um, I have thoughts on that too, but that's another question for another day. <laughs> but yeah, it's such a, and we used to hide, like, you know, I just recently learned we, we hid our, our, our Cali, our martial arts are, you know, in dance. That's dope. Yeah. Cause I was wondering sometimes why I I'm dancing with six, 
That's you know, why. And so it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I just wanted to, I, I loved hearing you talk about that. It's kind of like, um, you know, the, the dancers that I see that are most impactful, the performances that I see that are most impactful, they come from a place of just, uh, you know, they're not thinking, right? And it's just like, like literally the dance is moving through their body, you know? And I almost feel like it's the same thing as music because I'm a musician. And there's a point in time where I'm not necessarily playing, but I am, but like the music is like moving, moving through me, right? So, um, but yeah, so, yeah, wow. It's almost like when we dance and sing and, and play instruments for like being an open channel, like in the movie Soul. Remember oh, Soul? Yeah. Like we get into that, that <gasps> realm when they're yeah. all in their zone, like dude was on his piano, people are, you know, writing or dancing, you know, like that's like the, that's where we like connect to this higher power and bring that, the higher power, that energy. Yes. Yeah. So the, yeah, I love this conversation, but I just, it, this, it's good to think about ways to embody our spirituality and not just let it be like head knowledge or just like, just to like put it in our bodies. Right. So. Yeah. Yes. And I, I think like in closing, I think that like that from we want to know, cause we've been on this, but that's like the Babylon consciousness, you know, and in Babylon we're using that in context, context to this, but obviously it'll, applies to everybody it doesn't matter what color what gender mm -hmm. what you identify with like a violin is also I feel like respectfully to my you know elders and Filipino Filipinx communities that the violin is like it's just it's a term pulled from like because this, this reality is so dense that we need concepts for us to connect to that higher power you know what I'm saying violin mm -hmm. I feel like is the Bella Island consciousness when she was saying the Bailan dance, like it's embodies all of that. And we have, yeah. we all have that. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. Well, thank you. Thank right. you for answering my question. It was good. It was good. All right. So vocab words, did you want to start with this or? You, um, start? you start because okay. I didn't necessarily have any vocab words that like hit me. Um, so I wasn't gonna like pretend and just like grab one for the sake of authenticity. So I wanna talk about the vocab words that hit you and we'll just have a conversation on that, so. Okay, sounds good. So I, I like went through the chapter, like I said, this morning. Well, I read it, I read it, but like this morning I was like, what do I wanna pick, you know? So I skimmed through it and um, I was like, you know, a, vo a good vocab word kind of deviates because you know, I'm so Aquarian, um, thinking outside the, the rebel. I was like, why don't we talk about events? Like, and obviously um, she pointed out, so she pointed out two festivals or events. And it was interesting because for me as a Pinay in America, you know, we have Filipino cult uh, cultural festivals, but you, I witnessed for me personally, um, you know, there's different cultures who have like, you know, Dias de los Muertos, like mm. we also do that too, but like mm. it's specifically kind of like the Hispanic or Latinx, you know, culture. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I'm, you know, open to that. Like, I'm like, what do Filipinos do, <laughs> you know? 
excuse me. Yeah. And um, it came to her talking about Thanksgiving. They actually do it. It was on page 114. And it's a picture you see of the December 30th ritual by the Aromanen Manobo Bailans of Pigkawayan Hotobato, South Philippines, west of Davao City and south of Mindanao. Um, but it's a whole like people get dressed, you have the bylands leading, bylands re, um, leading the, the event. And I was like, this would be dope to like witness um, one in the states because I haven't I haven't personally seen it um and or two like to travel back and go there and that brings me to my second vocab word which is the pan pangapog festival in Samal city the Val the del norte and that's in August August one through seven and it's a Thanksgiving festival and it's just so rich and like their dance it's basically like what we would have in America for like our Fourth of July parade, you know, you go downtown and the, there's floats and costumes and stuff. Um, so while that's, I'm not saying that that's not present in the U.S., um, but it would just be so fascinating to see like the Filipino culture, you know, the violins kind of lean, spearheading or saying like, here's the upcoming harvest, like we should have a festival for this. Or yeah. so it's kind of a way for the community to get and the, the youth kind of, to kind of be in reverence of, um, you know, nature, whatever crop, whatever plant medicine, animal. Yeah. You know, like, you know how like Chinese New Year, they got that. Like, what, what do we do? Right. And I know, I'm not saying we don't, but like, right. it would right. be. So, so yeah, uh, those were my two things I wanted to like bring up and share like as vocab, but also because, you know, words are so yeah so um as far as like filipino festivals i don't so i live here in the midwest in ohio so we don't necessarily have a specific filipino festival but we have every um, may uh, something called the asian festival um and so it's it's been going on for like 10 years actually my mother-in-law kind of helped start it um like years and years ago but basically it's all the asian countries and it's just like this huge festival and there's like food there's dancing there's crafts for the kids there's martial arts demonstrations um but it's very interesting that you say um that you want that it would be really cool to bring in almost like a spiritual element, right? Is that, that's kind of what you're saying is like, to be like, this is what our ancestors, these are this, these are, uh, these right here are our celebrations, not necessarily the ones like that we do, that we've gained from the, from the colonizers from Spain, right? But these are, these are before that. Um, yeah. We go by the Gregorian calendar, which I wanted to point out one, because I was like, she said Thanksgiving for Earth's December 30th ritual, but I was like, that goes off the Gregorian calendar, but there's many calendars out there, right, with the seasons. So one, I was questioning that, and then two, it's like, like you were saying, we go off spiritual calendars by, like for me, and raised in a Catholic household, like 
you'll be, it'd be, it'd be like, today's the feast of da, 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 you know, this saint, or we're in Lent and which we are right now. Oh, we are in Lent. That's right. Yeah. But it, right. And which is great. And, um, Asian, I think like in May, I don't know what it is. International, is it international day month or something. Um, I, it, I think it's Asian, uh, Asian awareness yeah. heritage month. Yeah. Something okay. Like that. that makes sense. Yeah. Cause yeah. we, when I went to Merced, we had, um, we had festivals like that too. We have cherry blossoms too in Merced. So it was like nice, like the Japanese um, cultural club would come and do their taiko drums. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. So how do you think, how do you think like if we just brainstorming, say there was a festival like that, like put on by Babylons or Babylon inspired people. How do you think our community specifically our elders would react would they come would they would anybody would people be like what what the hell is this or what do you how do you think like for so I'll just speak for here um you know there's there's an Asian community and then there's there's smaller communities within uh depending on where you're from Khmer or you know from Vietnam or Philippines so I'm not sure if like me personally, I, I love that idea of like having a festival um, kind of inspired by, by Babylon and by, by, by our ancestral spiritual events. But yeah. I think if I put one on, people will be like, I'm not sure, I don't know what that is. What are you talking about? So how, yeah. how would we like, how could we introduce these things to our communities? I don't yeah. have an answer. That's just a question. It might be a call to action for the like Filipino community senator senators senators too. Uh, are there Filipino senators? I don't uh, know. An assemblyman, but not a senator. Um, they're coming though. They're coming. Um, but I think the elders would be like, "Hell yeah, they're down," you know. <laughs> Because I think like when we're in America, especially as like elders who came from the Philippines, they left the motherland to come here. And any any taste of Filipino culture, like mm -hmm. they're like, yeah, that's what they did in this province, or you know, that's what that's they did on this in this in this um this part of the Philippines. Yeah. And so I think they would be intrigued. I don't know if they necessarily agree, but I mean who doesn't love a party or a get together, you know, especially when there's like a, a common celebration, like, and the overarching theme is that this is from the Philippines. So yeah, I think it'd be hard to announce that like in church, like, you know, <laughs> in Catholic church, like, oh, it's the feast of da, da, da. and like, <laughs> it's also um, the Panag Pangapog festival, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now, the furthermore, I was thinking, this is my coordinating brain going off. I was like, that'd be dope to like, just go as a group, like maybe an organized group to witness the actual in Davao, August one through seven. Yeah. That's an ideal part of the year, you know? Let's manifest that. Let's go. Let's do it. At least me okay. and you. At least me and you, sis. You know okay. what I'm saying? We need some sponsors, though. <laughs> I know. So if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> right. Our like email. hell no, we're going to. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's fine too. Come on, come on, come on. If you're paying, of course you can come. So just like the link is in the, yeah. our email is in the, in our bio. Just kidding. Yeah. So start a cash app. Yeah. Donate. We could, we could create that. That's an idea too, sis. Just create yeah. a fund and it'll actually support like scholarships for folks who are more financially oh. hardship. Is that even a word? Financially hardship. In financial hardship. Yeah. In financial hardship. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. me. I'm already in financial hardship. I'm just kidding. <laughs> let me not speak that out. Words are spelled. Girl, let oh. me tell you, I consented to student loans. Like, <laughs> Didn't we all though? That's was like, yeah, you're going to be financial hardship and you get a tax write-off to capacity. <laughs> kind of, right. Kind of, but not really. <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. Well, that was beautiful, sis. Thank you for bringing those vocab words. Do, oh, you, you're do you feel complete with those? I do. I okay. do. All Any right. questions or comments, feel free to share. Yes. Yeah. Listeners. Yes. Uh, all right. Shall we dive into quotes? Oh, did you? Okay. So we're not going by. Yeah. Well, because I didn't have any vocab words, remember? Because I didn't want to. Okay. I didn't have anything that stuck out to me and I didn't want to fake it. Like I literally didn't have, like, I was like, well, we can talk about that, but like, I, it, this, this means that. And then I'll be like, I'm done. <laughs> so this means that. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a question. Okay. okay. The term, but violent consciousness is referenced, you know, especially up to chapter three, this is probably, it's not the first time we've heard it, but I feel like in this keynote speech, especially on like page 115 is um, she said evolving Babylon consciousness, which I shall also call the Babylon's dance. Um, and then it's on page 120 to page 122 later on. I love this. I don't love this term, but I wanted to highlight this term of cultural mm. genocide. Mm. And I'm wondering you considering the term Babylon consciousness earlier you mentioned too like it was cool for you to recognize that there's actual living Babylons. Um, and then she brings in this term of cultural genocide which was on page 122. Um, it's the second paragraph and that's where cultural genocide appears. Which is something like I've been pondering I ponder a lot about with the Filipino. Oh here it is yeah. Yep. Or the Babylon along with their loss of ancestral domains. Um, you want to know what I thought, what, what my thoughts are on cultural genocide? Oh, girl, that's uh, um, that, that's that fair. I'll, I'll, we'll pause. I'll play the. Okay. It's the wrong key. Alex Trebek. That's the wrong key. Um, so man, um, well, Babylon consciousness, I love the idea of of uh because I feel like that's what that's what we're doing here, right? Look at looking through the the Babylon um and looking to the Babylon for inspiration to see where those things show up in our lives, right? So kind of being conscious of um, the Babylon spirit still living inside of us today, 
Um, but the whole cultural genocide, uh, like when you just say that, like my body feels funny, honestly. Mm. Yeah, my body I feels, I don't know, like I feel like in my arms, I feel weird. Like I feel um, like a heaviness or something. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even have words. So that, so there we go. Like when you say cultural genocide, like I don't have words yet, but I just have feelings like sensations in my body that just like heavy, like a pulling down, like a, like a, like almost like a stealing of energy or something. So, Aww, yeah. yeah. Mm. So maybe that's what it is, right? It's like, it's the siphoning off of your, of life force, of cultural life force. Yeah. I mean, Genocide has never been a, a great word to use in context for something that's positive. <laughs> Unless it's like, I feel like shutting out like negative entities or something, but we need also that to recognize. It's like that as within, so without. Mm -hmm. One cannot exist without, you know, like duality. Right, right. So um, I just bring that up with cultural genocide because I felt well, for me, this this essay or the speech was in gentle words, right? But you know, like succinct, like it's like it was like wake up, y'all, like activate yourselves if you choose to, because the Vavilan, like our culture, is diminishing. You know, yeah. and that's not to, that that's very dramatic to say, but I think like at some capacity, like there were parts all. So in the in the thing where she was saying like it just speaks on like how we treat Mother Earth too, you know how her resources are uh, diminishing because we don't we don't really move in reverence, and that's really what the indigenous people are. We are caretakers of the land, and as we're not really taking care of the land, right? Um, mm. As we're also like evolving into technologic technology advancements it's kind of like we're also going away from the violent consciousness of mm. being in reverence doing that dance that medical meta medical metaphysical spiritual emotional dance right so right it's like if us pinoys panais non-binary whatever you identify yourself as don't kind of re respond to this call um you know our culture just continue to become state colonized you know yeah. so um uh yeah i don't yeah it's look, like that call back to remember so yeah go ahead. No. i was just gonna say i don't think it you know you were like maybe that's dramatic about you know a culture dying or whatever but i don't think it's dramatic at all honestly like i've had a lot of uh filipinos like a lot of my friends and family here who have listened to the podcast um thus far and uh a couple of a couple of um them are they grew up in the philippines and they're like i have never heard these terms in my entire life they didn't know what a babylon was wow. they didn't know they didn't know any of it like or it was kind of like back there but um so that's what i'm saying like i don't think it's dramatic at all we we're filipinos filipinex people as a 
uh, as a people, we're just coming out of being colonized. And so we're just trying to figure out what that is. And like you said, the and then the diaspora, right? We're all spread out. Yeah. So, I mean, that takes a toll too. But I'm wondering if that's why there's this such a call now for um, our our people and also like other other cultures there's this call to decolon to decolonization right to come back to the indigenous ways and maybe that's because it's mother earth is like y'all need to get it together you like and then i would be really interesting i would love to see in the future the the dance the marriage between these modern technologies and then also honoring the uh, the the rhythms of nature, right? So, but also with the with technology. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so we can have tomatoes any time of year. Like, I could go to the store now and buy tomatoes, or in the dead of winter and buy tomatoes. But it's like, why? Why? How can I do that? Because I live in Ohio and there are no tomatoes. But there's some place where they're just like churning out these tomatoes for capitalism. So, but that's a technology. They're using technology to do that, right? So I think it would just be so, maybe this is just um, idealistic, but I, I'm hoping in the future, future generations will have these technologies, but also like a both and, but also go back to the indigenous ways but use the modern technologies to participate in the, the indigenous ways. If, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's that uh, both and paradox. Like, how can we, you said marriage, like that divine, how can we, because I mean, source is so vast and the universe is so limitless, like, and limiting at the same time, right? It's that yeah. whole, you know, par yeah. again, paradox. So um, I know we're doing quotes yet, but on the last page, 124, uh, um, the term Naira Pacha, it's yeah. a indigenous people through a Quechua term, which means the both, and which means both the future and, rem and remembering the past. So it kind of implies that, which we're seeing like the world, I think 2020 was Mama Gaia saying, yo, sit your ass down. <laughs> like Rick and like, y'all need to sit down and go inwards. And, you know, whether it might be hard and, and painful, she's enduring it, right? Mm -hmm. I, our earth is enduring it. And that there's also a beautiful quote. I think you pointed out, so I'll let, you know, I won't. I feel like Kanye, we, I'll let you finish. <laughs> but I'm gonna let you finish. I'm gonna let you finish. That's your quote. I know, but my point is like um, part of this work, which is so beautiful and like really moves me is to remember our roots mm. to envision the future because that's mm. what I bet basically everybody is doing. I mean, mm. I was in a um, breathwork class last night and you know, she was like, where are you guys tuning in from? And because where I am my in my decolonizing, I was like, I'm on Bay Area or Bay Miwok Yokut. And she was like, oh yeah, tell, you know, look up where you are and let's be in reverence of the land too. And I thought that that was dope because it was a more diverse space. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's more like that we're doing that we don't even know. And then we enter these diverse spaces where we bring that. And I feel like that's happening 
the diaspora, I mean like people diaspora, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I just, I love seeing, and I, I, I feel like that is what will be the remedy or the antidote to cultural genocide. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I just I'm had, done. I just had this picture, right. Of like indigenous ways. Uh, and like, you know, being in tune with Mother Earth and, and the rhythms of the Earth and the moon and all this stuff, right? And then modern, modern technology. So what if like indigenous ways are the feminine energy where you, you, you know what I mean? The feminine energy and then the modern technologies are the masculine energy, like the get things done, accomplish. And then that's what I'm saying. Like we kind of need like a, to go, to go forward. If we're all going to survive, we kind of need like a, 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 like a, a balance of the two. Right. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I, I see what you mean. Like saying indigenous is like the feminine because indigenous, you know, are, are attuned to the seasons, the earth, the time, you know, we don't, they, who, who invented the clock? I mean, the Mayans, I don't even, I don't remember. I'm not going to speak that, but um, <laughs> what is time? But yeah, I see like how that flow, because you mm -hmm. are flowing with Mama Gaia, mm -hmm. which is our, at the end of the day, it's like, I love this reframe. It's like, why don't we treat earth like our houses? Like you'd clean your house. You'd make sure it's to some capacity clean and swept and you know polished um anyways mama is you know the mother the divine feminine's flowy and then technology is always advancing it's like always on the go it's like right da, 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 what's next you know right um, like, all that stuff what if we use modern yeah, technology not for for profit not for profit and capitalism and to just make money but what if we use modern technologies to um to support these indigenous uh indig indigenous ways you know but anyway that's just conversation so i'm i'm, I'm gonna throw this out there and then we can because i don't know enough to speak more on it okay that's why bitcoin was born whoa well yeah i don't know much about bitcoin either but i can see what you're saying because it's like mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of our um, sister circle friends, Rebecca Wilson, mm -hmm. hey, sis, you're listening. Um, she said Bitcoin has a birth chart. And I have a couple Bitcoin friends that have been like in the game. And they're just, one of them was like, that's not too far fetched. Like, it could happen. I was like, maybe it was sent from God to be like, look, y'all's gonna learn how to trade with electron like purely like what is bitcoin it's not even tangible you can't even can't hold it in your hand no. it's on the app it, it's energy the, girl it's, it's financial energy. consciousness yeah yeah wow okay <laughs> oh and scene all okay. right we we're moving on to quotes. Yes, I'll go first um, since I didn't have anything yes. to share for vocab. <laughs> Please do. Um, 
Okay. So my quote. And you did though. You shared. You shared. You know what? You're right. I accept that. I accept that. Thank you. Um, So what my quote was on page 121. And it's that um, like the first full paragraph. Um, So there's this guy named Richard Katz. He's a clinical psychologist and he studied the healing traditions of a number of indigenous peoples. And he says that the zoo Twasi of Kalahari or Southern Africa taught him that, and here's the quote, healing itself is not based on rational acquired knowledge, but on shared spiritual energy. There is no boundary between the healer and the one being healed. Each of us is suffering. Everyone in the healing dance receives healing energy because everyone's need, everyone need everyone needs it. Um, so it, he goes on to say, but what struck me um, was so like the so this is the quote. But then on on to introduce the quote, um, Agnes says, sometimes the question may occur in our minds as it does with me. What right do I have being in the business of wellness when I am not in perfect health? The answer again lies in the absence of duality in indigenous cultures. And so you and I sis, have talked about imposter syndrome, right? Like who are we to talk about what, what like Babylon even like in my, in my apothecary, I'm like, who, who am I to say like, I have healing products, like who am, what? right? But so it was beautiful just to see this. And it spoke to me because it was like, um, there is no duality. Like the people who partake of my magic and medicine are also healing me. Like there is no duality. There's no boundary between the healer and the one being healed. Healing self is not, it's, it's an acquired knowledge based on shared spiritual energy. So um, and of course, this is something that the Babylon consciousness taps, taps into the idea that there's no duality. Um, but to, for, so for me, I just spoke to my imposter syndrome. It's like, well, you're not, it's not, um, it's not like this whole hierarchy. There's no hierarchy. It's not a, like, a hierarchy you're not like oh well, you're a healer and oh help me i need healing like it's like a dance it's like a it's a cooperation yeah. right so yeah. yeah 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 that struck me in my heart in my heart chakra <laughs> shot to the heart shot to the heart yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean that's that's beautiful the healing and i i i, I feel you what resonates for me what comes up for me on that is um you know who am I to be the business of wellness when I'm not in perfect health like I have a chronic condition and for there's so many times where I just want to like pop in and say something yeah but I'm like imposter syndrome like who am I to say this like is this a shadow is this a projection you know but when I have come forth and when others have come forth with their own kind of things they battle right um 
it inspires me because it's like it's that that saying of like coaches or therapists or doctors like they're not perfect either but they're do, they're mm. still supporting people and we mm-hmm. need that you know mm-hmm. so um speaking in a chronic condition context like I post about um converting to plant-based and being a Filipino like raising a cat like we ate a lot of pork yeah. <laughs> you know and I and and seafood and and fish sauce and so it's like opened my eyes to like dang how do I decolonize my my diet you know because for me personally trying to heal from my own goals um I'm like dang like I've had thoughts where like you're not there yet why would you share that you're you're you know who are you to be like posting what dishes you're experimenting with when like you're Mm -hmm. not even plant-based but I've been in that like back and forth so much I'm like fuck it like whoever receives it will receive it and also like there is a there is again that non-duality it's like do I have to go all the way plant-based from you know giving up pork like I'll eat it but it'll be a very special occasion now or because I'm like trying I'm also honoring like this is more so how it was treated as a as a um, like a treat you know it was so and you know from a like nutrition stance like I would want to put good fuel in my body I get to put put good fuel in my body yeah I miss meat sometimes but in my mind the way I've been like decolonizing is like that so that's sort of like why I talk about online like it's hard yeah yesterday I had chicken don't get it twisted but I'm out here you know new day like we're trying to cook more with vegetables um and find healthier alternatives. So that again, I say it all to say, um, you know, who am I to share? I can't just pop up and be like, I'm healed mm-hmm. from my lupus. Like, right. I don't know when that's ever gonna happen. It's gonna be God willing. But right now where I'm at, like the, the moves that I'm making, like I would like someone to show that for me. So I'm mm. sharing my own lens, what I'm doing in my little corner of the world. Yeah, yeah. And I think, too, by you doing that, right, and uh, it encourages other people to speak out as well about their journeys. And, um, yeah, I just, there's this, what, the imposter syndrome is probably tied up with capitalism or, or, you know, like you have to have a stamp of approval uh, to do it. Yeah, you got you need you need to be approved by some white man up the yeah. chain for you to be able to say here's you be here's on a conference a panelist right and so but but yeah it's just like, respect that's great yeah and there's so many other I don't even want to say regular Joes but you know you get the syntax of it like we're all we're all special. We're all, we all have our own stories and you don't need to, you know, as capitalism wants us to be, sorry, you want to say something? I, I hear you want to say something. No, I was just going to say, we all have our own magic and medicine to give to the world. So that was my only thought, but yes, yeah. capitalism. Comes yes, in. And I think sharing that I have, I have, I have flaws, you know, I'm not going to be perfect. Like that, that would inspire someone else it's inspiring me to see these you know for someone who's 
who struggled with body image since I was a kid. Um, and I realized like that's because we've been conditioned to think Eurocentric standards are it. And the reality of it is we're all not built that way. So to see like more diverse colored models, people of colored, people yes. of color models. Yes. You know, even, even let's just say it, let's just call it a book. Like the white, even like plus size white models. Like it's, yeah. like, yes. Like curvy bodies were rep, were um, celebrated too. And so that, that seeing that, like, sure, they're, they're a regular ass person. They probably have their own shit too, but seeing them out there, like that helps heal me and accept me. Yeah. And if you think about it, so if you, uh, th- that heals them as well, you know? So it's, again, there's no difference between the healer. Yeah. There's no duality. Like as you put your story out there, it's a part of your healing journey. And then as people take that medicine in, they're like, oh my gosh, that helps me. And that's becomes their part of their healing journey. So, so yeah. So I guess all that to say, like if you, whoever is listening right now, if you have magic and medicine you want to put out in the world, just do it. You don't need to, I mean, if you, I mean, if you're going to be like a doctor, you do got to go get a degree. You can't just go like, be like, I'm a surgeon in the back of my van. (laughs) But I mean, like, if you have something special, like use your voice, put your magic and medicine out in the world. Nobody needs to necessarily co-sign for you. If you want to put your light out, put, I mean, put your light into the world and just do so. So, yes. Yeah. And from a heart-centered space. Yes. Um, part of like, I just wanted to close out with this is when we share goals, right? What does that goal be? Trying to eat healthier or lose weight or, you know, show up more, manage our emotions or journal or whatever. Um, or, you know, um, create the thing to present to the world. Right. Um, there was something I read the other day um, was like check in with your goals periodically are they coming from um purpose or are they coming from ego oh yes so those those are the those are the questions that that help me benchmark like and be gentle too myself like shit takes time like i was eating (laughs) filipino food yeah and so like you know my 30s so I can't just get to plant-based overnight, but Mm -hmm. celebrating too, like the progress, like Mm -hmm. I never thought I could go without chicken, but now I can't anyways. So yeah, shine light, shine your light, light. do it. And that, uh, um, that quote, then your quote, it was like, if we create, if we create healing communities, people who get together, work with each other and warmly, and this is on warmly support each other. Healing becomes a part of everyday life. Yes. Yeah, that that made me excited too. Yeah. What do you think yeah. of what we're doing, right? So more and more. Amen. Ashe. Okay. How do you feel, sis? On that? I've, I feel complete. Okay. Thank you. Uh <laughs> dang. Okay. Well, I mean, this is a kind of a good way to close up since we're approaching, where are we at? I don't even know how long we've been talking. I, I don't know, honestly. I haven't been looking at the clock. I think we're on track. 
What is time? It's a man-made construct. Man. So um, the quote I like to choose because I, I know we're approaching the end of our conversation is the remember, it's on page 2023 and it is a long quote, but I wanted to just hone it all in and hug it in and yes. round it out. And it was like, remembering, reclaiming, reinventing the dance of the Babylon. Um, so I'll read it. Y'all can follow or just listen along. And it is a couple paragraphs, so. But Turn it's in. cute, it's a good ender. Yes, good. Okay. okay. I've encountered the Babila not only in the persons of Edine, Maniquan, Uwe, Mirna, and Emil. Her spirit lives in the women and men beyond ecology and spirituality farms that you and I have witnessed growing roots and sprouting. Whether in Mendez or in Bagiao in Davao, we have heard her singing soothing, nostalgic, and playful Philippine lullabies. She is in my sister in Davao who can immobilize cancer cells by the very acts of her compassionate nature. And when she accompanies a friend in the throes of death across the gate of the afterlife, she chants and dances for our tired spirit in her stylized indigenous tunes. She or he crafts culturally sensitive artwork as well as original ideas and theories. And of course, she is your Babylon warrior advocate of women's rights. She is alive in your holistic doctor and in my dentist who talks about opening up the chakras, meridians, energy blocks, the psycho-emotional issue meaning behind this bodily ache and that. When she honors the intuitive decisions of my quote, higher self and other dentists call her a weirdo, she is in the mothers who came before us like my mother-in-law who prepared an aromatic postpartum bath of healing herbs for me and in my own mother who lovingly prayed over me when I was sick, as well as over a coconut tree dangerously leaning over her home one stormy weather, where women lean on and reach out to each other. She is there. It is said that in this age, which is now upon us, the age of women, water, healing, and memory, among the indigenous people of Peru, there is, like I mentioned earlier, the Quechua term Naira Pacha, which means both the future and remembering the past. Again, one implies the other. Angpag, bear with me. Angpag lalasa kasasayan aisha ring pag lalapara sa hina hinaharap, which means to remember the historical past is to envision the future. Our memory as women seems to be serving as us well today. The Babylon has long trodden a path to, to the divine for us. Only now science is beginning to comprehend. She mm. comes to us so that we may come full circle in our evolution, in our emerging as authentic women, Panais. May the flowering of what Professor Manghas has coined as the Babylon feminism bear abundant fruit today and always. Seeing the Babylon in you now, smiling at the Babylon in me, shows that she is alive and well. She who continued, added to, or reinvented the cultural resources of her community into what she perceived to be meaningful for the times. Honoring the byline of our common heritage is, after all, after in being and honoring who we really are. May we can all continue to dance, the, dance with the Babylon, the dance of wholeness, 
so that all may have life in its fullness. Woo! Yo, that Pisces moon got me emotional about that. I'm tearing up over here. Um, oh. Yeah. It's just a great like capture of like the Babylon is everywhere. Yeah. If we choose to recognize it, like she said, remembering, I wouldn't even add recognizing, recognizing, remembering, reclaiming, reinventing. Yeah. Woo. So, can you take a moment, sis? Yeah, I know I, that was. I, I'm, I'm trying to observe my feelings and why I'm feeling emotional. Would you like to share or? Yeah, I just, it's, um, you know, we were talking about cultural genocide earlier and it's like, it just feels like hope, you know, saying that mm. she lives on, the Babylon lives on in you it lives on in me. Um, so like it says in the last, what you just, the last part of what you just read, like shows that she is alive and well. She who continued added to or reinvented the cultural resources of her community. And I just feel like it speaks to like, excuse me, resilience. And, um, you know, like, I have to say sorry for crying. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not I'm to. Real apologize for yeah. my feelings but I guess what I'm apologizing for I'm like like <laughs> the sounds of the <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he hates that sound too like I uh... know that sounds like my bad um but you know how we we're talking about cultural genocide and how I said I feel in my body like that's a heaviness right I felt like a heaviness like a like I don't know but this feels like a release of whatever that was. Like, you know, it's gonna be okay um, that this, the Babylon consciousness lives on uh, seeing the Babylon in you, now smiling at the Babylon in me, right now, like literally right now with our technologies, right? So um, it just feels, beautiful it feels like like you said a remembrance it feels like answering some sort of call from the ancestors to remember so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and I, I feel I think for me it's like all the tingles through my body mm -hmm. maybe activating like the DNA for the courage for me to speak maybe perhaps this is a this is the activation whoever is still listening, for you to remember who you are, to be proud of our culture, as much as like, where was there somewhere, like, did, did you and I have this conversation about our language, how like people don't think it's sexy? And yeah, like, yeah. Um, like, you know, I'll be wearing a bob and a bob in America is not cute, you know, like right. all that shit, like deprogram that from your system because in reality, like, you know, F Filipinos have been just so resilient and we don't receive that, that, um, that like, that acknowledgement. And this, this is like maybe my ancestors collectively coming through me to speak that because, you know, we all need some type of sure internal validation, right? But we gotta, like I said, you gotta come 
warmly to support each other to mm. remember who we are. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's the, that's the divine feminine flowing through me right now, just to say like, we've been through some shit and I don't even wanna, you know, picture the bad, the, the you know, burning the witch and all the rape and pillage of our, of our villages. And yeah, the burning you know. of our, our, our art and our, our writings, our scrolls, right? The yeah, right. All. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I was just going to say like when growing up, like the only, the only thing that I knew about the Filipino culture to be like proud of was like, oh, we have good food. Oh, we're funny. We're, we like to laugh and we're funny as hell, right? Um, but that's it. We got funny jokes about our, about our, about um, our accents and like, you know, just the little cultural things, but. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's weird you bring that up because like, I love my mom and she knows it. And hi, mommy, if you watch. <laughs> no, when she was, she came here and um, I remember growing up, like, you know, as a teenager or whatever, I would make fun of her accent or something and she would get really sensitive about it. She would, you know, be like, she would like correct herself, but then she would yeah. say with like emotion. And I think that like for me, not knowing at the time how I was being perpetuating this this program of like our language isn't isn't deserving to be said out loud you know um it's interesting too sis this is like a random thought I know we're like in this flow but no just um flow. I don't know if you heard shout out to you sis Drea conscious mother at her yeah famous Instagram yeah. plug but she did like a light language video and when she was speaking I mean, you've seen in like movies too, let me reference like Avatar or like, you know, when people are speaking these light language codes, like it kind of sounds similar to like indigenous language such as like Tagalog or, and Tagalog's not even the only language we have, you know? Right. Some of the like, the phrasings that came out, it sounded, I was like, dang, that sounds almost like it'd be a language in the Philippines, like combining all the dialects or something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, sense? no, that makes sense. I was like, when I heard first heard somebody speaking in light language, I was like, oh man, that's speak like from the spiritual context that I just came out of. I was like, that's speaking in tongues. Like she's speaking in tongues right now. How did you read my mind? I was just about to say, that. I was like, that's why in the Bible they put the the speaking tongues. What was that? What was that reading? Oh, the get like the gifts of the spirit. I think it was like a demonstration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. like coming down, channeling through you, which is like honestly a depiction too that we can all be channels. We ch can channel for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, so, but yeah. Okay. All right. Do you feel complete? I do. I love that question. Do you feel complete? Which question? Do you feel complete? Like, do you feel whole? Do you feel complete? Like, honestly, I never started saying that until you and I had started having conversations. And, it, and it's, I just feel like it's honoring. Instead of like, you done? Are you finished? Are you done yet? Because it's, it's, it's the, what is it, PC, politically correct? It's the, 
SP. Yeah, the spiritually. Yeah. Spiritually correct. Yeah. What is correct though? Because in spiritual terms, there's no duality. So there's no correct or incorrect. Yeah. But just, yeah, but it's honoring. But yeah, are you, do you feel complete? I mean, you can put some attitude on it. Like, do you feel complete? Because <laughs> I feel complete. Do you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> yeah. I hear you though. Sometimes it's like, all right, <laughs> wrap it up, you know? Uh, oh my gosh. I, I, I'm guilty too. I can go and Yeah. We, we do this. We do this, but yeah. Who all doesn't? Right. Who doesn't do it? Okay. And if they're not doing it. They're doing it up here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah more than likely yes but let us not speak for you speak by y'all speak emphasis on speak aha but i'm done okay okay shall we wrap I'm up done. okay all right so as we end our conversation and close out this container with gratitude, we again wanted to bring recognition and honor to our ancestors, the ancestors of this land, our guides, God and the divine. Thank you for joining our conversation today. And as we end, we leave you with a blessing. May you know that you and the divine are never separate for you are divine. May you remember the dance of the Babylon and reclaim the ancient knowledge of spirit and body being one. May you realize the intertwining of your healing journey with your spiritual journey, and in doing so experience a holistic wholeness. And until we meet again, may you know that whatever happens, you are loved. Yay!